Okay, hello everyone and welcome to another session of BU Live. I'm your host, Mika J. And today we are starting a new series. It is titled, Who Are You? That is all about self-care, self-love, self-confidence, and self-improvement. And today with me, I have some very, very beautiful and talented ladies that are near and dear to my heart, and they're going to join me in this conversation. So this is going to be episode one. We're going to take a dive in self-reflection of confidence, love, care, and improvement. And if you don't have these things in or about yourself, who else will? Of course, getting there is definitely a journey. And as always, BU's mission is to provide relevant, thought-provoking, insightful information about life and ways to unlock ourselves in the pursuit of being you. So with me tonight, I have Tiffany and Tiffany has been a family friend for years. I love her confidence. I love her swag. She is totally amazing. I also have my sister in love, Olivia, with us tonight. And look, I know her all the way going back, back, back. <laughs> And then I have my beautiful and talented friend, Jessica, with me tonight. And she is phenomenal and is this totally amazing fashionista. So talk about self-love, confidence, and the road to improvement. I know all of us kind of have went through this journey because contrary to what people may believe, no one is born with self-confidence. It, it, it just does not work that way it is a process to gain it and it's a process to continue to have it so first question I want to jump right in and I'll go to Olivia with this one first is what does confidence mean to you and how do you or have you channeled your inner confidence um, confidence means to me being aware of who you are, um, not just spiritually, but physically, um, emotionally. And like you said, it is a hard process to find yourself. Um, and once you find yourself, the hard part continues to keep it, um, like being, keeping your environment in, I guess, a safe place is what I would call it. Um, making sure you always surround yourself with the positive atmosphere, positive people. Um, so yeah, being confident is definitely knowing who you are and not letting anybody um, pull you away from it. And I think it's all really channeled inward anyway. It's a mental thing. Like you, like we said, you have to work hard to keep it. So whatever I have to do personally, whether it's with music, books, my friends, you have to keep yourself surrounded to keep that. I agree. I love it. I love it. So Tiffany, what does confidence mean to you? And some, what are uh, some of the things that you do to channel your inner confidence? Yeah, so to me, just kind of similar to what Olivia mentioned. It's just um, being really sure about your abilities and just accepting of yourself physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, just in every regard. And I mean, I'll be honest, it took a while for me to get to the point where I felt like, you know, I got this, this is who I am. But um, honestly, I just continue to reflect on the things that 
that I'm good at, that I know are my strengths. And that's, that's helps me, that has helped me kind of continue to channel that self-confidence. Okay. And Jessica? I would agree with both of the ladies' answers. Um, for myself, it was more of a um, not tiptoeing around life, more so of owning who you are, knowing your worth, um, not being afraid to say no to things that didn't suit you or empower you as an individual. Um, just again, to Olivia's point, digging deep, everything comes from the gut. So when you have that gut feeling or that instance, go with it because that's your true being and not just allowing the outside forces to dictate or push things on you that aren't who you really are. That's good. I know one of the things that Jessica meant, and I heard Olivia and Tiffany also talk about, about confidence coming from within and those outside forces. I think sometimes as women, the need to compete seems to arise. And I think it's also a one of those things where you're looking over the fence all the time comparing not realizing that like the look like the old people say the grass ain't always greener <laughs> on the other side <laughs> which can totally shake your confidence because I know you know as a child there's some things that you hear that makes you really question who you are it's, and you're not realizing of course at the time that some people impose their uh, lack of confidence on you to try to shake you, to make you think, who are you? Well, no, who are you? And it takes, like, like Tiffany said, it's been a process. It takes you building and learning who you are to get to that place to where you just kind of shut the vo outside voices out. And I think for our younger generation, if they can, the sooner they learn that, the stronger Mm -hmm. they will be mm -hmm. <laughs> yes so what are some of the things that you do with that being said what are some of the things that you do to go in your superwoman's headspace because you do have to turn it on where you shut out everybody else and be like look <laughs> that's the, what do you do to go in that superwoman headspace so I I prefer quiet time for me that's really late in the night or early in the morning when my kids are asleep when I can really just think um and do a brain dump for me I have to so going into my superwoman space requires me to do a, a brain dump and write everything out I'm gonna start seeing things on paper for me to visualize them more um so where I can feel like I can touch it and go to it something tangible Mm -hmm. um, meditating, praying, of course, um, and just going out to kind of exercise when I'm in that space, I feel like I have, um, in endured some power or some, something that just has ignited something inside of me to allow me to become what I know I am today as a woman. That's good. That's good. Tiff, what, what, what's up with super Tiff? <laughs> um, I do a lot of reflecting, um, just reflection, writing things down, um, I pray, I meditate, I break out my crystals if I need a little something extra, um, and really just thinking about, you know, I was able to overcomplish so many things, or accomplish so many things and overcome so many things, like there's no reason I can't get through X or push myself to, to contribute to other things that need to be done. Okay. Olivia, how you, you tap in the super? <laughs> um, I definitely have to agree with the ladies prayer definitely number one every morning 
Um, I also like Pinterest. Um, Pinterest, I have my little board set on different things that I want to accomplish, um, whether it be physical, spiritual. So when I like reflect, I usually open my Pinterest app. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, this is what you said you wanted. This is what you're working for. You know, you can't stop. You're almost there. It, it reminds me being able to visualize. That's good. So I'm gonna go off the off the script a little bit in 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 this the superwomanhood because I know like for example I go to Olivia first. So Olivia is like I said earlier my sister in law and she is significantly younger than I, but she is like so so talented and super super smart. I always told when she was in high school and everything, I'm like I want my daughter to grow up with the strength that you have. Like I've always told her that and she's obtained her master's degree and has been working and living on her own and doing all these amazing things and is getting ready to go back to school like she, she is a professional lifetime student but for Olivia I want to know like where does that drive like that inner like like gear inside of you that makes you who you are I honestly and you being one of those people that have always told me that and in the beginning I did not see it at all <laughs> I was just like all oh, these people tell me that you know I'm so smart and I'm this and this is why I say it's important for the people around you to be so positive and have that support system and people praying for you because I honestly I did not see it you're talking to somebody that had a very low self-esteem, even in high school and starting off in college. So it's like, at first I didn't see it. And then the more I hear it, the more I'm just like, okay, it has to be something there for people, not just my family, for other people to see. So let me channel more into it. And then the more I channel into it, the more people started just like, yeah, I'm so proud of you. I'm doing, and I'm just like, hey, I don't accomplish this. Nothing can stop me. I got people praying for me. I got people telling me I'm doing good. I'm just like, oh, that momentum just built, built up. And I'm just like, hey, I can do whatever. It's like my confidence has gone from like a one to a 10. It's nothing you can tell me that I can't do. You tell me I can't do it. It makes me do it. Like, it's just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. And Tiff, I want to look come back to you because look, Tiff, I've known Tiff since she was like young, young, and she was a runner. And then she went to college and I saw her grow into being this beautiful young woman. So Tiff, what are some of the things that you kind of channeled in your self-development to, you know, to really like get there? And I know we're all still kind of growing or evolving. Maybe what's some of the challenges that you faced and how did you overcome those? Yeah, I mean, growing up, like I did not have any confidence and I was super shy. I'm still shy. Uh, <laughs> this, this is new for me, but I'm, I'm taking a risk and I'm doing it. But I would say that my mom had a huge influence on me. I mean, she's overcome things that I don't know that I would be able to overcome personally, but she did it. And that just made me feel like, you know, this is easy. So um, that I, I think it's just constantly wanting to be um, the best version of myself to be able to have a life that was 
fulfilling and that I can continue to, to help others. So those are some of the things that kind of help me kind of stay motivated and push forward. That's good. That's good. And I know Jessica is, she's, she's originally from California, went to Nashville, came to Houston by herself <laughs> with her and her oldest daughter, <laughs> then went back to Nashville. Look, she'll be coming back to Houston. <laughs> So Jessica, what do you feel like is like, what gives you that? Cause when I met you and I saw you, like, I was like, I like her swag. Like she, she has it together. You know, she always dressed amazing. Always had her head held high. Just like you feel her vibe just coming off of her. And like, so what do you think it is that kind of has made you channel that part and embrace yourself in that way? Um, I think, and I appreciate the compliments and all of the good things because we as women are just, I know for myself, you can put on a mask and feel like from the outside looking in, people would not know internally what you're going through. Um, for me, I battle and struggle with self-esteem issues and um, being a single parent for now of two kids. Um, society made you feel like you had to fit in or be this person or you know be something that you wasn't so my children really are my drive um and then just breaking those generational curses breaking those barriers down that society has against black people period um but then single black moms putting you in this corner so stepping out of those things because my mom was a single mom of five kids so looking at her pushed through and raised five kids. Yes, my grandparents were around, but it was very limited on the amount of support they gave her. So seeing her push through and then just looking at her strength, you never knew when something was wrong or when she was having breakdowns because she too put masks on to say, hey, when you see me, you would never know that behind those walls, I am crying at night, I'm struggling with whatever, but just making sure that, you know, I took that and turned it inward so that when you do know and see who I am, that the confidence comes from within first, more so than just the external. That's good. Look, that's, that's, that's real good. And I, you know, you got to have some push partners in your corner. Mika was one of them. She kind of like threw me off the edge, like, girl, we're not going to have this talk no more. <laughs> we ain't doing this no more. <laughs> I love it. So I think for me, so it's funny that I asked the superhero question because I have this amazing friend in Kansas City. And that's kind of her thing about channeling like your inner like superwoman. And it was funny when we initially had this conversation because I remember one time I had an interview um, internal at the job I used to work for in Kansas City. And I read this thing about doing a power pose. So I was waiting for everybody to come in to do this interview. And I remembered this thing about power posing because I felt so nervous for some reason. I'm like, dude, this is really what I've been doing. I just ain't got the pay and the title for it yet. So I stood up and I like did this power pose and got myself together. And it helped like tremendously just like doing that power pose. And she wound up, everybody know my thing is B's and BU's. So she bought me this, look, this B lady. And this my this is my alter ego, my super B. And so I keep her here on my desk. So anytime I feel like I'm having a moment, I need to get myself together. I look up and I'm like, this is you. Get it together. Be ready to stink in case you need to. <laughs> but get it together because you are a producer. You sweet, you 
got this. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we have to tell ourselves those things because like Jessica, like Olivia and Tiff said, the outside world will like, it, it will attack you in a way that sometimes you mentally just ain't prepared for, but that prayer, that meditation in the morning, getting yourself together is what allows you to have those blockers up to kind of push those negative things away because they will try it. And a lot of times it's just because people are unhappy with themselves. Mm-hmm. that's that's like that's the thing that's mind-blowing to me like sometimes people enjoy they make themselves happy in other people's misery and I always said because much like everyone here said I deal with self-esteem issues as a kid as a teenager I re- I remember like I used to think I was so big when I was in high school and then I had kids and was like girl you was tripping <laughs> you know once you actually gain the way you like man you was tripping but you don't realize it because all you hear is the outside voices the outside voices so I'll continue come off of my little my little rant so Jessica kind of went into this but the question is as an African-American woman we meet many many challenges what are some of the adverse things you fought through to embrace yourself when outside forces may have tried to come against you and Tiff I'll start with you on this one yes so I feel like as a black woman there is so much pressure to just be strong like the strong black woman like you are in you you cannot be broken and me personally I've always been super sensitive and I'm very emotional and I mean if I would compare myself to other people like well they never cry or they never get I never see them upset about life and they're going through way worse things than me and I think I really had to stop and just like think about you know this is who I am number two I went to counseling um therapy I I definitely encourage anybody to go to therapy or find somebody that can talk you through things Mm -hmm. but I I think it was then that I realized like you know it's okay to just be me and and I'm still strong even though I'm sensitive or emotional that's just part of who I am so Mm -hmm. I learned to embrace those things about myself Mm -hmm. Olivia I was just gonna piggyback off of her um because I faced the same thing I mean I was always comparing myself to somebody I don't care if it was down to somebody's feet and it's just like oh this person has better feet than me oh this person has better this than me and it's just like come on girl really (laughs) get it together and like you said, you always have to find someone that you can confide in. And I too am a very emotional person, but I think that's healthy. Um, I do have a little experience in the mental health field and being in tune with your emotions is very healthy. You, you have to be aware of who you are. Um, I, I need to be able, because I'm a communicator, so I need to be able to let you know when you hurt my feelings. I need to be able to let you know when you made me feel like some kind of way, not only for the other person, but for me. Once you find who you are as a person, I mean, it's okay to get emotional. It's okay to let you know. But then once I let you know, it's just like, okay, 
I got that off of me. We moving on to the next one. <laughs> so it, it, it's it's a process, like you said, and to talk through it, to communicate with people, just letting letting yourself know that you're okay. Especially like you said, being an African American woman, we have so many standards that we're held to uh, with the hair, with the the look, the hips, the booty, the everything. Everything has to be perfect in this world, and we're not. Nobody's perfect. No one's perfect. You can. You're. Not, I'm not here to compete with anyone. Like you said, I'm just here to be the best version of myself. That's good. That's good, Jay. Um, I would I would so ditto all of the things the lady said, um, but I had to just say, let me take a step back and allow myself as an individual and as a woman to go through the roller coaster of life, right? Nothing's, nothing's perfect. Um, so being okay with um, who I am, my challenges, uh, being sensitive, um, being able to express that, I think that's a healthy, to Olivia's point, that's very healthy to be able to express that because you bottle things in, you're not doing anything but crushing and hurting yourself. So releasing those toxins, I always say like a good detox, whatever it is, if it's a mental detox, if it's a physical detox, whatever it is to allow you to release those toxins, to allow healthy and good things to be nourishing for your body. So, I mean, it's all of the things they said are completely true um, in addition to, to what I just stated. But it's a process. It's totally a process. And it's a roller coaster. I look at life as a roller coaster. Some days you're going to have good days. You're going to be on this high horse. Some days you're going to be down in the slope. Um, some days you just got to take a step back. You know, again, remove yourself from social media. That's one of the things that's drowning you. Go read something that's going to uplift you. Put some um, affirmations in front of you to encourage yourself because it's hard enough as a, as a woman and then a Black woman with all these standards that we have to quote unquote meet to be perfect. And which which again we're not right and I think I think that is huge the coming to that understanding that no one is and I heard I can't remember if it was Olivia or Tiffany mentioned about how we're told it was Tiffany that said that we have to be strong you know like we have to you know oh don't cry oh don't do this you have to be strong and for me and I did not know this about everyone until this call was that emotional that sensitive side I've always been sensitive look my mom she was like my mom was is strong she's always been strong and she was the fighter out the sisters there and you know she was the fighter out the sisters and so for me I saw my mom you know raise us you know work long hours she rarely you know just did things for herself still to this day and I, I stay on her about it now all the time I'm like mama you got to take care of you you know I tell her that all the time but she you know I see that she got that from my grandmother and my great-grandmother you know that's all they knew just to you know just work you got to be strong this and that and for me I was like this emotional kid and sometimes I don't think you know my mom knew how to you know knew how to deal with that but you know when we say that having other people you know in our life you know my aunt my aunt um my aunt Tammy she was the one that really like kind of instilled self-confidence in me like she was that I, like my aunt has been on the heavier side and now she's like super thin but she has been like 
diva extraordinaire like this is you know me when I walk in a room this is who I am and she began to instill that I I got the best of both worlds like I got my strength from my mom but I got that you know that confidence girly side from my aunt and so as a black woman being able to have all these different pieces and parts around you um, to help pour into you now that I'm older I value and I see it more because sometimes we can get so isolated that that self-talk of just thinking that everyone is against you or that comparison factor can eat you up and sometimes it takes just having a good cry like Jessica said that that detox because eventually in those if you if you hold them in and you don't let them out it turns into rage you're a raging ball of fire and then also sometimes you got to get to that place where you get angry enough that them tears dry up and you ain't drowning and that you fighting for what you want it's like a double-edged sword you got to find that healthy balance of the two Jessica you had some oh okay no, I'm saying so true. That is so true. True. <laughs> yes. So, true. so that being said, what does self love mean to you, Olivia? Self love. Um, it goes hand in hand with the confidence. Um, being able to do the things that make you happy. Um, putting yourself first, no matter who or what you have to leave behind. You have to be self-aware to know that I, I can't let you take me to this back to this place that I've worked so hard to come from. Because like I said, I come from low self-esteem. I come from not being happy with myself. And now that I have it, that I found it, I can't let anything or anyone take that away from me. So that's, that's my uh, number one self-love, not being able to let anyone take it from me. Good. that's good jessica self-love um so self it, it pretty much speaks for itself self is you so you have to know you so i always say look in the mirror at yourself right look at who you are and acknowledge who you want to be who you know you're supposed to be your worth um all the things about you so understanding yourself as a person allows you to love externally you can't love someone else you can't love um, other people you can't expect people to be all of these things to you if you don't have it for yourself so digging deep inside of who you are and pulling out for you when you look in the mirror every day are you happy with who you are if not what can you do to embrace those flaws what can you do to embody you know the curves that you have or you know where you are in your life what is it about yourself that you're trying to enhance before you look externally to protrude it out on other people that's good that's good tiff self-love yes olivia and jessica kind of got it covered but to piggyback on on those things um for me, I think it's about drawing boundaries and knowing kind of what your value system is, regardless of what anybody else thinks or expects of you. And then being able to just say, you know what? No, I'm not doing that. I don't feel like it. I just don't want to and not having to have an excuse for, you know, drawing those boundaries and saying, you know, I got to do this for me or not do it for me. 
That's good. That's good. So Tiff, want to continue in the next question with that, keeping on that note, what advice would you give a young woman that's battling with uh, self-confidence or loving herself? What advice or, you know, words would you give someone that's dealing with that? Uh, you're not alone because, I, you know, everybody on this call or on this, this that you see today has battled with that. But I would say that focus on your strengths. I mean, there are things that you are going to be good at and, and beautiful things about you learn to embrace and focus on those things and don't don't look for validation from external forces so get off social media because that's not helping <laughs> and just and just focus on you know embracing the things that are positive about yourself i love it i love it olivia um i would say environment is everything not surrounding yourself by uh, around the people that are positive that's there to encourage you that's there because I know as a teenager it was hard it's hard to try to find it within yourself it's a process starting that journey of finding who you are and if you have people around you to kind of help you encourage you um, to, I guess, on that journey of finding who you are, it, it helps. It, I would just say, you know, don't be around this person just because you think that, oh, they're pretty, let me be with her, or they're popular, let me be with her. You be around the people that are there for you, that want what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Jessica? Um, so I would agree. I would also say just start believing in yourself. Um, a lot of people lack the belief that they can do things because of society. Mm -hmm. um, but then just not not so much of um, allowing your childhood for or your circumstances to dictate where you can go for your future. I know that those are big barriers for me growing up. Um, in South Central Los Angeles, those were things I felt like I would never be, you know, nothing or I would never do ABC, but not allowing those circumstances to determine who you are and where you're going to go in life. Um, to Olivia's point and to Tiff's point, uh, surrounding yourself with positive influences, um, taking some time to just reflect on um, what is fueling your drive so that you can be the best version of yourself. Yes, that's good. That's good. It's funny that you say growing up, look, in like, uh, South Central, like ours was the total opposite. Okay, like total. I grew up, look, where I graduated high school from. My school isn't even open anymore. Let's start there. And we had one traffic light. Look, I think, I think they still working on getting high speed internet. It's <laughs> still not available. <laughs> but so so having having the mind and it's it's great like I was always a reader like when I got in trouble sometimes that was part of my punishment my mom would take my books from me because it's like reading a book is like watching a movie to you so if I send your room send you to your room and you reading that ain't punishment for you and so I think my reading opened my mind and my eyes to see that there's so much more out in the world and it it made me you know think that there's there's more to life you know than this small town or there's you know things to explore places to see and so 
having setting yourself up even like making a vision board like mm-hmm. I, like that is one of my like things I do it every year sometimes I do a mid-year one as you can see I keep I keep it close <laughs> in case I need to reflect on it and I go back and check off okay this happened this happened this happened um but getting to that place where you sit down and think about who you are what do you want like if nothing if money wasn't a factor if maybe you do have people in your life that don't believe in you because some people don't have that you know reaching out because there's a lot of people that it's like my grandma used to say a closed mouth don't get fed (laughs) there's a lot of people out there that are willing to invest their time in you to help you you know develop yourself but if you don't ask no one knows so Mm -hmm. having just maybe it just takes that 30 second burst of energy and confidence to just ask Mm -hmm. and try to you know decide first of all decide who do you want to be for yourself and then watch the energy attract itself to give you those things that you're saying that you want and that you're looking for. Um, so next question, we ain't, look, I'm like, look, the old people saying, keep coming back. We ain't never lived in days and times like these. <laughs> <laughs> so right. when, when, right, this, look, that one we could truly say, be like, yep, grandma was right. <laughs> So with COVID-19, our lives has drastically changed. And so with that, what are you currently doing for self-care? Jessica, what are you doing right now? Um, so I will say there's been pros and cons with the quarantine for me. Um, being at home with my kids has been one of the cons. Not, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love my children. <laughs> Um, but just allowing me that time to really focus in on things that I've pushed to the side for so long. You know, life gets ahead of you where you feel like you're in the hustle and bustle. You always on the go. Um, you just push, pushed us to the side. So getting those things from underneath the mat and starting to develop them, um, developing my brand, working out more, reading more. I'm really just taking some time to cleanse my home and not allowing stuff to clutter. Um, just things that I didn't focus on as heavy. But now with the quarantine and just the circumstances we're in in the world today, just really just taking that time to invest and and flourish. And I'm really proud um, of what I've done over this course of time. It's been been a challenge. Again, it's had its pros and its cons, still working with kids at home. But out of of that, the good, I've seen some great things come from that. That's good. That's good. Look, I will definitely got to shout out my friend on her journey. She has officially and it's officially look, you'll see look launch party coming soon. She is start her business venture. Look, the boutique and it is gonna have makeup brushes and you know skincare and eventually clothing and all of this i'm so proud i tell her i'm your full figure model just you know look on a on a boutique website near you (laughs) definitely proud of jessica and all the work that she's been doing so tiff what are you been doing for self-care during these quarantine times Oh man, a lot. Like some of everything. I'm kind of scatterbrained. And so like when it first started, I was enjoying the downtime, spending time with my husband, obviously was nice. 
just being able to not like feel like I got somewhere to go or something to do, but I've done a lot of reading. I've done a lot of painting. Um, that's something that I do all the time is paint. I mean, even if it's just lines on a piece of paper, it, you know, it's a release for me. And so I've spent time doing that, um, reading books, focusing didn't on you work. Guard, didn't you start gardening? Yes, I do that too. <laughs> you said painting, that sounds so therapeutic. Just yes. going into mm -hmm. It is, it is such a release. And I mean, you have something to look back on. You know, you may have been feeling, maybe I was feeling a certain way one day and now I have this piece of artwork that, you know, reminds me of that and how I was able to either move through it or, you know, embrace it. And then, um, like I said, reading books, cooking, gardening, some of everything, <laughs> cleaning. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Olivia, so what, what does your self-care look like during this uh, quarantine time? Oh, well, my quarantine has not really been quarantining. <laughs> I work for a cardiology um, department, so I've been still working every day, um, but I do, the weekends and everything have been my quarantine time. Um, I'm actually crafting more. Um, if you follow my page, I've been doing different pieces um, and have actually been getting a profit out of them, something that I like to do that I now have time to do because I don't have any extracurricular activities on the weekend. Um, I also, I walk more. Um, because, I mean, there's nowhere to go. So I walk more, I put my music in my ears. I'm able to have more time to reflect on the different things that I'm working for, I'm working towards. Um, so yeah, it's, it's changed a little bit, but I'm getting there. That's good. So look, if y'all, if you don't follow Olivia on Facebook, check her out. Like her, I'm gonna post some of her things. She's doing like these awesome like signs for your home. She personalizes them. You can put them outside your door in your home. They're so cute. Look, I need to put me in an order and give me one. Give me one done. <laughs> I have not placed my order yet. Um, I think so quarantine for me, look, self-care because like Jessica said, the kids being at home. <laughs> you know that's look don't that's do all. my nieces and nephews <laughs> it's <laughs> a whole nother level you know you usually have that little break when they're at school so it's kind of different <laughs> but I do like I, I do my what I call my morning me and my morning me consists of three things is prayer meditation and then some form of exercise so I've been riding my bike I usually ride at least six miles every morning and um I'll go and sit by there's a lot of lakes around my house so I'll go sit at a lake and pray and meditate and really just take that time to just kind of reflect on how I want my day to go you know release whatever stress that I may be feeling and just like really just take time to just think about what I want to accomplish out of that day out of that week out of life um and then I love I love taking baths my husband be like I ain't gonna see you for an hour or two because that is relaxing for me I can do that and read at the same time you know it's it's a it's a relaxing just a 
you know, it's it's a de-stressor for me. Um, and then I do like to have a glass of wine, you know, sometimes to just wind down and just get your head together and just chill and read and just kind of, you know, get myself together mm -hmm, to, de to de-stress. Because like you said, those kids have been home since the uh, first week of March. <laughs> Oh, so look, we'll, we'll go on to the next question. So what does your daily routine look like, such as skincare, mental care, and or physical care? And I kind of led into this by kind of giving mine. So Jessica, what does that look like for you? Um, so each morning that I wake up, I do start it with prayer. Um, I know a lot. In the past, I would roll over, grab my phone, and see if I had some missed calls or text messages um but I started transitioning to say let me thank God that you know he woke me up today because everybody didn't get that opportunity um so after prayer um I am a big I'm a coffee drinker so I like to go have a nice warm glass of coffee um and just kind of set just enjoy like the quiet space in my house my kids are still asleep um and just take a moment to reflect if it's nice out I'll go sit on my front porch um, and just that's typically how I get my day started. Just something very subtle, nothing too drastic um, before I, I get to, which for me, the hustle and bustle of my kids getting up, making breakfast because I'm cooking every day. You know, those things. I like to enjoy that first 30, 45 minutes just to myself. Um, I haven't been in. This is the most y'all will see of a makeup for me because I'm at home. I'm not putting on makeup and <laughs> putting on some sweats and, and a T-shirt. So I'm not getting dressed. So ain't no, uh, no big routine going on, but, um, you know, that's pretty much it on a daily basis for me. And I know you, you start working out a lot. I so did. I did. I try to do my workout like midday because I, I, I the, my mind, the way it's working is okay. I've done, you know, I've logged into work. I started working. My kids are up and moving. Let me take that moment, um, an hour out of the midday just to kind of decompress. So working out really has been a great factor just for, just for, you know, you, you want to be healthy, trying to transition from eating all the junk that you have on a daily to eating right. But then just feeling like you've relieved some of that pressure or that stress. So that's been one of the things I've incorporated in my day-to-day -day as well. Okay. Tiffany, what does, what does your day-to-day -day look like? It's changed a few times during the quarantine. I mean, at first, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself, like, okay, I need to wake up early at 5 a.m. and then go work out. But then that was just creating more stress. Mm -hmm. So honestly, I, I just, the one thing I do keep consistent is just starting my day with gratitude and also just setting intentions, like for my day, like, you know, I know I want to accomplish X. I want my day to go this kind of way. And this is what I want to do to wrap up the day. So um, in addition to drinking coffee, of course, Jessica, that's. <laughs> I'm a I'm an avid coffee drinker, um, but that's generally how I start my day. I love it, Olivia. What so what you got going on every day? Well, to add to the ladies, I guess piggyback off of what they said, prayer definitely number one. Because um, like I said, I I do still work every day. Um, so prayer is always important because you never know what you're going to encounter during your day, whether you're working or not. Um, but um, like Jessica said, first you thank God for seeing another day because everyone doesn't get that. Um, and then second to ask him to guide you through your day. Um, 
I usually have my cup of coffee after I'm at work because I'm still trying to wake up. I'm, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I am not a morning person at all. So I usually don't wake up early enough to make my coffee at home, even though I <laughs> do have a coffee pot. <laughs> so I usually get to work and get my coffee um, to help me wake up, start my day. And like I said, on lunch, um, I usually try to eat something really quick, something small, trying not to eat out as much. Um, so that way I can walk the rest of my um, lunch break because I have to get um, that person. I have to get outside of the building. So I walk around my job. Um, so that way I'll, I can use my full lunch hour and just walk back in the building when it's time to go back um, from lunch. That's kind of my de-stress time to get away from the morning because usually mornings are hectic we see the most clients in the morning <laughs> so once I do that um, after my lunch get back to work once I'm off the clock I usually work on a craft or a different design for a new thing to to paint and sell <laughs> that's what my days look like okay okay <laughs> So that those are all like great things and great ideas. Maybe someone's looking for something different to kind of switch up your day. And so everybody talked about their cup of coffee. I have, I've been switching between coffee and tea, um, between the two. And I learned how to look, make a rendition of a Starbucks iced coffee at home. Because when you're at home, those $5 a day, they add up. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of learn how to do that and look uh olivia one our, look our other sister she was like your cup of sugar you know who that who that <laughs> so next question i want to throw out there is what do you feel like is one of the biggest accomplishments in self-development that's been your personal accomplishment in self-development so I'll start with Olivia on this one. So what is going to be one of your biggest compliments in self-development? Self-development, I guess to me, an accomplishment for me was building that confidence that we talked about earlier. Because um, like I said, people would always tell me people could see it. I could not. <laughs> it took me a long time to see it. And it, it was like once I accomplished that and once I could see what everyone else could see, it was, I mean, no stopping me. Uh, I got that confidence, turned around, got my degrees. And it's just like, I, I'm, I haven't made it, but I'm on my way. Like I, I'm working towards it. I, I'm getting there and I will get there soon. Yes. <laughs> so I think for me, once I found myself internally, it made everything else just blossom. That's good. Look, that's good right there. That's good. <laughs> Tiffany? Yes. Yeah, so I, like I said it earlier, I used to be extremely shy. I'm still extremely shy. Um, but over the years and just kind of learning, getting to know myself, like I hit 30 and something happened where I was just like, this is me. Look, like it or not, this is me. This is who I am. And, you know, that's really brought me out of my shell a lot. And I'm, you know, trying new things like this, for instance, or even in my career, branching out um, and being able to do things in front of large groups of people and it go well, those things have been a pretty big accomplishment for me. 
That's good. That's good. So Jay, what what's what's so, been so, so I would agree. Just being um because I'm not the, the person in the front of the camera. This is not my strongest suit. <laughs> um stepping out of my comfort zone for sure. Um I'm, you know, I'm, I like to be behind the scenes, but being unapologetically myself, you know, just to, to the point of the ladies earlier, not really concerned how I make other people feel as long as I am feeding and flourishing into my own self. So putting that energy into me um, was one of the biggest challenges for a while, because again, you look for those forces from outside, but just taking that stance and saying, this is who I am, take it or leave it to Tiffany's point. And not being so, not holding it to um, the standard of, did I hurt someone's feelings? Because it's not intentional. It's just, this is who I am. And either you're rocking with me or you're not. And I'm not changing to try to adapt to nobody's circumstances to make you feel comfortable. Get with it or get left. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. And so, you know, as... As women, sometimes that's it. Like we feel like we have to accommodate everyone else. Mm -hmm. And at times it is to our demise mm -hmm. that we are accommodating everyone else but ourselves. And it's like, how do you fully make others happy if you ain't making yourself happy? I agree. I think as a woman, because, you know, people see us as nurturers and caregivers and, you know, we're, to, to Tiffany's point, we're strong when, you know, nothing can tear us down, but we don't put ourselves at the forefront. We always trying to speed others, but not feeding ourselves. So I agree. hundred mm percent. -hmm. Yeah. And I think that um, for me and for those that don't know, look, the whole be you live thing is that I've, I'm a life coach and I kind of, I didn't realize I had been doing this work for years before I became, you know, officially had this so-called, you know, title of being that. But for me, the work started on myself because, you know, I like all the ladies said, dealt with confidence, dealt with self-esteem issues growing up in the South. And you deal with not just, you know, racism, but then you also have the issues internally with being African-American and the various shades, you know, that we are. And, you know, all those things that you deal with. And so for me, the journey of me fully embracing myself and coming to that place where you know what I can't live my life based on what anybody else thinks of me what they want me to be or if I'm not living up to some standard somebody else said Un unless I'm living in my purpose and doing what God has called me to do then I'm just existing and I don't want to just exist in life. Like I want to leave my mark. What, what legacy am I supposed to leave? And I believe that each and every person has that inside of them. There is a legacy that all of us are called to leave before we depart this earth. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Miles Monroe, he says one of the richest places on earth is the grave. 
and it's because of the potential that died inside of the people that are buried there and I was like you know what I ain't fit to make the grave no richer than it is so like like Olivia said either come with it or get left because this is who I am and I know that I'm a pusher but at the at the it Jessica said this earlier about me being you know a pusher it's just who I am but I also know when to back up because I I've, I've got to a point in my life that I understand that everybody can't handle me and that's okay because I may not be your cup of tea that is fine but there is others that hey they want to drink this tea all day every day so we gonna have fun to take a sip and keep it moving and I think that once we get inside of that that's that self-confidence that it has to come from yourself it has to come from within and trying new things getting out there is how you discover that because everybody ain't the same if we was all the same we'd be robots and boring and that's that ain't that ain't cool so getting ready to wrap up just want to ask everyone real quick list three of your life foundational principles three of your life foundational principles Jessica I'll start with you um so for me um knowing who I am um so that that's the foundation if you know who you are then you have that foundation um and then just being the most authentic version of yourself right take me as I am um approach when I walk in the room everybody ain't gonna like what I got on but guess what I'm owning it this is what it is I I like it and keep it moving um, and then just not allowing putting limitations on what God has for me so once I know who I I am and have my foundation I'm owning it and then allowing God to pour into me for whatever it is that he sees fit for my life so that's kind of what I live by and have been for quite some time now since I started discovering um who I am but that's kind of what what I roll with on a daily basis I love it I love it Tiff um first and foremost it's very similar to what Jessica said first but just standing in my truth um regardless of anything um, also living in gratitude, um, you know, I could have much less, but because I think I'm so grateful for everything around me, God just keeps giving me more. So, um, and then lastly, just living a life of constant learning and growth, like not being stagnant. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's good. That's good. Olivia. Um, my number one, God first, of course, you take care of that. He'll take care of everything else. Um, my number two is every day is a new day. It's a new day to grow. It's a new day personally for me to do more for whatever it is or whoever it is. It's a new day, new journey. Um, and my third one is compassion. Um, I always try to put myself in different people's places, whoever I encounter. Um, that client with an attitude or this person in the grocery store that's about to run over my foot. Um, I just always reflect back on <laughs> the journey that I went on to find myself and having compassion for the people who may not have found it yet or who's going through something else. They're on a different page in their life. Um, so yeah, those are my three. God, new journey, compassion. That's good. That's good. So I just want to thank all of you super beautiful ladies for taking time out of your day and being a part of episode one of uh, Who Are You? And I think that these ladies have a great sense of knowing who they are. 
And I think they're also, based on the things that they said, they understand that who they are today may not be who they are tomorrow. They're continuing to grow, to flourish, to learn new things. I always say when something stops growing, it begins the process of dying. And I ain't ready to die yet. So every day I'm taking those steps of growth. So just to kind of reflect on uh, some leaving out tips on how you can work on gaining, you know, doing more self-care, self-love, confidence, and also self-improvement, reflect on some of the things that everyone said was, you know, taking the time to make sure that you pray. Um foundation in God and to some people you know their relationship with him is different but at the end of the day he is who he is and he is who he is to you so giving that um that time to him is definitely an important piece of finding yourself because how does a thing know what it is without knowing its creator just you know just to put that out there also take some time for self-reflection maybe that's taking a walk alone maybe that's journaling to brain dump as jessica said to declutter reading setting goals looking at your vision you know setting your vision your intentions out there and what you want to accomplish olivia mentioned earlier about listening to music uh, which I do that all the time too. You know, you can go from A to Z and what mood you need to get to off of the music that you listen to. And then also dancing, you know, dance, dance around your house, have some fun, get in the mirror, spend some mirror time and get in the mirror and, and focus on you and no one else. Tell yourself, you know, I am beautiful. I am loved. I am confident. I am growing. I am evolving. Whatever I am affirmations, you need to feed your soul to get it inside of here so that it exudes out is something that we can all work on, especially at times like these. And even if you are confident, these are things, it's maintenance. It's just like getting the oil change. Your car ain't gonna, you know, it ain't gonna keep going just because you got the oil change once. You gotta keep, <laughs> you know, keep going and keep refreshing it. So I hope that there is something that was said today that helps someone out there in their journey of discovering themselves or even in their journey and just living life every day. These are the things and thoughts that all of us have that we use to help our confidence and help us embrace and walk in our journey in life. And hopefully again, something was said that will help you in your journey of fulfilling who you are and your purpose. So thank you again, ladies. And remember to always be you. Mm -hmm. Have a good evening, ladies.